Welcome to Mystery House Hires and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Erin Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. Yes, and we have uh, finished waiting for a baby to stop crying so we can do good audio. Yeah, she is right on board with us. She yep. is quiet. Yeah. She is loving her life. Yep, yep. This is the... <laughs> The, the joys of low-budget podcasting, not those fancy podcasts. We don't have a studio. No. Also, studios are probably not open. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as you keep them clean, like, usually you're pretty isolated, isolated in a studio. Uh, I, I guess, you know, the benefit is that if you live with someone and you're part of, like, that... That grouping, bu- you grouping, can be together. You can do it. Ah, uh, what a time. Anyway, we were talking about Shadow Hunters. And this was an exceptionally sexy episode. Yes. There was so much canoodling. A lot of canoodling. It was rather not plot heavy, honestly. It was a lot of fighting. A Even lot though of... when this episode ended, they were like, we've done a thing. And we're like, you didn't, though. I mean, they... they... Your goal was to get your friend back. Yeah, look... Um, spoiler for the end of this episode, what what they set out to do at the beginning, they have achieved to do by the end, and that is the only thing that goes... There's no... There's no side plot. There's no subplot. There's we no... won't see Valentine. We won't see Luke. Yeah. Yep. This is incredibly specific on them trying to do this. It's a very lore-filled episode. We learn a lot of stuff about the world, about how you know specific things work. We kind of expand. This is This is the moment where our... And Clary's little tiny mind must grasp larger things. Except what Clary's mind will stick on is shadow hunters don't know how to be friends, <laughs> which is decidedly untrue. And Clary, you in fact may not know how to be a friend. It's just like Clary is willfully dis like dismissing Isabel's entire deal because she's super friendly. Izzy wants to be friends with Clary. Like Izzy is so excited there's a girl, but Clary is unable to see beyond. Like well, she sees Jace, and because she sees Jace, she sees Alec, and these two like Alec is outwardly hostile towards her. And it's like she can't get past that. She's like, well, he doesn't like me, so I guess no shadow hunters like me. Yeah, and Jace is just like, uh, uh, you know what I'll give the more that I watch this? I don't know if the acting characterization makes a whole lot of sense. Like, he doesn't actually seem that cold. No, but I don't think, you know, I think, okay, so I think here's the thing. I think Jace thinks Jace is cold. Yeah. Whereas Jace actually has the most open heart anyone has ever had. And Clary also thinks Jace is cold, but Clary's only known Jace for three hours. I mean, Clary is probably just mad that he drew a ruin on her neck. Like, I would probably (laughs) never forgive someone for that. That is true. That is true. Like, how dare you scar my neck, sir, without my permission? (laughs) Only I may scar my neck. I'll make the choice. I'll be like Alec and draw a, draw a giant Z on my neck. Oh, uh, speaking of runes, by the way, I kept an eye out. I checked. Izzy has that, like, the important rune, I'll yes. call it. Um, she has it in two places, on her chest and on her arm. If only we knew specifically what that rune did. I looked it up. It is just the angelic rune. It is the first rune the hunters get. It is the room they put on their weapons to make them magical. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Why does she have two? Because <laughs> she's the most magical, Kevin. Or, you know what? We'll meet her parents later, and they don't get along so well. So maybe they just effed up. Maybe they both brought in <laughs> Silent Brothers to put Izzy's first ruin on. Yeah, no, it's... And the second Silent Brother was like, this is awkward. She's already... I better not say anything. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm... And, well, the problem is they're also both different styles, like, of the way that they do their runes, because you have the ones that are heavy makeup, like the Zed, 
on um on Alex's neck. But then you have the ones that are very light makeup, like the one on Clary's neck. And then like Isabel's chest tattoo is the dark kind. Well, but it, no, it's got like a dark outline, but the inside it, it's weird. It, Let me it's tell bad. you, <laughs> consistency of concept is not clear to us when no. it comes to the runes. I think I saw what they were going for, because you'll see that Clary will have a new one in this episode, and it stays, like, burned, like, like gore makeup burned for mm-hmm. quite a while. So they really wanted to feel like, oh, these things this are... This is new. Yeah, they're burned onto the skin, and then they fade into <laughs> makeup. I don't know. All right, show. I still say my CW moment from last time stands because it still is weird that she has two of them. <laughs> and we still haven't seen Jace with no shirt on, so we don't know if it should always be there. Yeah, well, well let's see. Uh, anyway, I think we should probably just get into it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah as an episode that's not a lot of plot stuff, but let's let's take it and see what happens. And we get to meet my favorite character at the end of this episode. Kevin, you can guess who my favorite character is. <laughs> We'll have to be the one that we meet this episode, We so meet sure. several characters this episode. Right, okay. Three. Three characters we meet. Four. Oh. Four! Okay. One of them is named Brad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's Brad, the one you forgot. This <laughs> is Shadowhunters, Season 1, Episode 3, Dead Man's Party. Dead Man's Party. So this show just really went, went in between episodes. N- there no time happens. This is directly after they found out that Simon was taken, and it, and it will last until the end of that night. This all in all, this episode probably takes four hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So our shadow hunter heroes head back to the institute to regroup. Yes, and Clary decides a cool thing to do with the people who are helping her is to ask why they think shadow hunters are better than mundanes. <laughs> and the answer is because shadow hunters protect mundanes. And she's like, "Well, you didn't protect Simon, did you?" Yeah. And he's like, "I was busy protecting him when he was taken." Clary sets Clary in this episode sets up a lot of um pitfalls for people to fall into. She'll ask a question, which is a trap. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> she asks so many trap questions. My question is, why do we like Clary? <laughs> Why is she our main character? Yeah, uh, yeah. She. What likable thing has she done? Like, <laughs> she had her yeah. 18th birthday. 18, what a joyous day. She's relatable, <laughs> I guess. I mean, this episode, her, her, her only desire is to save Simon. And I kind of get that. She puts a little bit more, she actually just explains it at, to the audience later, which is that she has nothing left. Simon is the only connection she has to her old life. Which tells me that she did not get out much beforehand. Um, also, Clary, what about Luke? No, Anne, she doesn't trust Luke. Luke cannot be trusted. <laughs> Luke cannot be trusted. <laughs> Despite her mother explicitly saying, only trust Luke, yeah. not the shadow hunters. <laughs> also, I mean, and Dot was kidnapped. True. And potentially dead. Um... And Simon is also now kidnapped. So she. It's hard to be Clary. Yeah, but she vaguely exposes, expounds at them with this whole thing where she's like, You want me to trust you? Well, trust me because I'll come up with a plan. And then Jace is like, Look, you need to be aware. 
They're not going to hurt Simon because this is how a hostage negotiation works. Yeah, Giles explains to him what a hostage negotiation and is. And then Alec is like, we need to tell the grown-ups. I want to tell the clave. Yeah. They'll send something. And Clary's like, I'm going to wander out into the night. And then Jace is like, well, she's going to wander out into the night. You know, they did kidnap a mundane. They broke the accords. Yeah, yeah. He clarifies, like, that has to be breaking the accords. They they kidnapped the man, a mundane to hold him for ransom for for essentially what is a doomsday weapon. And a shadow hunter weapon. Like, it belongs to the shadow hunters. Yeah. So... Anyway, we won't go too deep into that because we got to go over to Simon, who is busy trying to talk his way out of being kidnapped. He's in like a treasure room room for Van. He looks like this should be like a... a, a, He's the best way to describe it. Uh, Like an Egyptian crypt has been opened up in Hollywood. Not a real one, but a Hollywood one. Yeah. So there's just like gold statues and like various rare antiquities sitting around. Kevin, mm-hmm. may I spiral wildly for a second? Go for it. All right. So while Simon is trying to talk his way out of his Egyptian crypto room, yeah. he shouts, you don't even want me. I'm an accounting student. Yeah. So is Simon older than Clary? Has he already been in university for a year? I thought they were the same. How is he already an accounting student if she is 18, just turned 18? What a joyous day. Yeah, what well, be- best birthday uni- ever. And just got into university. Yeah. Kevin, maybe, maybe she, what? Maybe she took a, a leap year. No, this is America. In America, you turn 18 in your senior year I mean, of that, high school. That is true. We, do, we, oh, we also know that taking a year off is proof that you're a failure. Um, I think you probably just got into accounting school. Fair. Yeah, I mean... I, I would say probably that's like he, like you know he's going to be an accounting student. He might as well. He hey he got his letter. He, I'm an accounting student now. That's what I am. I'm Clary is an art student. He they me- handed her her letter at her audition. Yeah, he mentioned yeah when he went to his uh, accounting audition. <laughs> they gave him a letter right there. <laughs> he, he walked in with his folder full of Excel spreadsheets, and then he like he brought them out. And they're like oh well this is quite. Uh, decorative. And then his laptop made a noise, and they're like, tell us about your laptop. <laughs> yeah, they looked over <laughs> They looked over his laptop, and it had, like, um, a spreadsheet, but, like, he was doing things vertically, and, and there like, were, like, colors on it. Yeah. Like, no, no, that was a mistake. And they're like, there's no, there's no mistakes in, in accounting. accounting. <laughs> and then they gave him his, <laughs> his, letter. his letter. So he's going to be a CPA. So good. CGA. Good, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. So uh, he is interrupted in all of his talking by Raphael, yes. who just doesn't want him to talk. Ooh, Raphael is caked with makeup, by the way. he's He's got, like, real Bram Stoker's Dracula vibes. He is a tan, handsome man, and they have just shellacked <laughs> him to try to make him look pale. The only reason why it points out is they did not do the same to Camilla. No, she just looks no, like a woman. No, Camilla. Camilla gets like the tan, like the, the the sexy model tan, but he is caked. And here's the thing about Raphael: he hates people. Yes, and not specifically humans. Like he just generally hates all people. Yeah, we'll we'll get a very good vibe from Raphael that he doesn't like any of this. He, he is just so, wants to chill out and be a vamp. He is so done. Uh, but in this scene, he, like, threatens him, and then we have that shot that you see. Is This a classic vamp shot, mm. where it's, like, camera forward, vampire talking to camera, shows teeth, like, 
Vamps out. Vamps out. Lunges at the camera. And then next time we see him, he had just brought Simon into, like, the next room. So I don't know what the out is for that situation. (laughs) Well, it's just him being like, stop talking. I'm so scary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no no out that makes that end. Because Simon doesn't even have, like, a black eye in the next episode. He doesn't wake up. He's just walking around. I mean, this is Simon. I think Raphael just vamped out and Simon was like, oh, my. (laughs) He just fainted onto a fainting couch. That's why we keep the fainting couch in here. In the Egypt room. Mm Mm-hmm. So back at Yule. <laughs> All the rooms are themed. <laughs> this is the Egypt room. This is the Greece room. And this, this is the Bloody Mary room. <laughs> this is the jungle room. <laughs> so back in the old Institute. Um, Claire is angry at screens. <laughs> and it is very clear because Isabel knows all the damn worlders. She knows all the stuff. She knows that Raphael is a part of Camille's group. Yeah. And so obviously. Well, I mean, actually, they all, I actually like this scene. They all know. They're yeah. just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just like, hey. That was, they're from Camille's group, aren't they? Like, oh, yeah, no, they're at the Hotel de Moore. Like, it actually makes us very, seem very lived in. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, we know that we group. We know where the amps are. Whatever. And Alec is like, look, we can't just go off their half-cocked. Co- half we need weapons. Yeah. And we can only get weapons with permission because we're children. <laughs> you can't just walk out. I mean, even if they weren't, I mean, they're not children. They're fully grown adults. But you can't walk out with a whole bunch of weapons from your secret demon <laughs> hunting society. Someone's going to be like, why do they have weapons? Where are they going? I'll tell you what they can do. Loudly talk about things in front of everybody. Everyone. Like, could they not try to go to the training room, someone's bedroom, someone's literally anywhere? Anywhere stealthy. Instead, Clary's walking around and there's shouting. There's people sitting at computers being like, what's, what's that woman talking about? So we do find out a little bit of Izzy's backstory, which is she kind of likes the downworld and she Definitely like Seelys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't she? They're cool. Yeah, but, also, but Aaron, all shadow hunters are emotionless. Mm. So Clary tries to storm off into the night again, and yeah. Jace is like, "Hey, if you go to the hotel and just like knock on the door, shouting, probably make Simon dead." Yeah, and Clary's like, "Oh yeah, I learned this last episode. We need a plan." So instead, they're going to get themselves some weapons. And mm. sorry, just. We'll go this a little bit. The way they get themselves of weapons is that they go to like a graveyard and just rob a grave that has weapons in it. So typically, yeah, any mundane church of note actually mm-hmm. has a catch of weapons in it because that's how the shadow hunters hide their stuff. But you you think that like like they don't have anyone watching over that? Is that just I guess that's just for shadow hunters out in the field? Yeah, if they're like in an emergency and they can't yeah. make it to the institute. You think then that wouldn't be a big thing to be like, oh, I have an idea. It's like, no, we'll just do the thing that we always do if we need. It sounds like them, them not allowing to take weapons out of the institute means nothing if you just have caches of weapons strewn about the city. I think they're just maybe our heroes who it seems are smarter than Clary are like, we should talk mysteriously while we're in the institute. Institute, yeah, and then we'll leave and be like, we're just doing an obvious thing. Well, <laughs> well, but, but then when they go get the weapons, Alex's weapon isn't there, so he just goes back to the institute anyway, just to steal the weapon. Because if one person does it, I guess not yeah. suspicious. Except for he'll do it by standing in the middle of the training room, very slowly running his stele up and down an arrow. Well, there are people behind him through the giant glass window. Look, I know we don't like talking about the books. <laughs> But in the books, there are, like, consistently reasons why all of the adults leave the Institute. And also, the only people who actually live in the Institute in the books are Alec and Izzy's family. 
Yeah, but which is much better. Yeah, no, that's fine with the books on screen. Yeah, I don't know why the show has made this choice. You can physically see the extras who are through very clear glass as Alex stands bolt upright, just slowly running a light over up. I mean, his mom and dad are in charge of the institute. Who's going to question him? <laughs> I must be doing something important. Whatever. Anyway, before uh, we get to this grave, yeah. we got to go back to the Hotel de Moor, which. Is Raphael has taken Simon to the fancy room. And he's basically like, I'm real mad about this. I'm not in charge of things. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but also you should definitely shut up. Yeah, we'll see a few rooms in uh, in the Hotel de Moore, and they are all this room that they just set deck differently. Yep. <laughs> to and the point that it's confusing. Yeah, you can never tell where anyone is. Yeah, you have to kind of memorize where the couches are. Now, this room is not the room that eventually um, Camille and Simon will, like, hang out in. But this is, like, the waiting room and, to that room. And I don't, also think it's not the room that, like, they'll have the big fight in. I think this is a third room that just has... Well, as Raphael says, apparently Leonidas I has been trying to sell all his stuff. But, like, you gotta make sure that it's uh, authenticated. And so Simon... Is pulling a Simon. He's just wandering around, being like, "Oh, look at these things! Look at these things! Look at this stuff! Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you say my collection's complete?" Ha ha! You- Dagger at Raphael. <laughs> it's not your collection. Ow! Son of a ah! Hey, you distracted me. <laughs> si- Simon throws a dagger at a I, at a let's be clear at a human being. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you're a vampire, Simon, the accountant. Throws a dagger at a vampire. Spur of the moment is like, I know what I'm going to do. Throw a dagger at a dude. And it and it's, this isn't a throwing knife. He throws a dagger. He throws a short dagger at a man. And the dagger that he throws at a man, he has like a really good shot. He's, it embeds itself in his sh- like, in his shoulder. Yeah, it gets deep in, <laughs> deep in like, it. It's like chest. Like it takes blood. Yeah. And then Raphael is pissed because his shirt and his blazer got ripped yeah if he wasn't a vampire simon might have killed him or at least taken him out his his arm might be gone (laughs) yeah he threw that heart but this is Raphael. he's pretty chill about most things well he's a vampire and and he hates people well he's he's reasonable about it he's like okay well well, that was inconvenient i'm a vampire so yeah uh, this, of course, is followed up by him just getting aggressively hit on by Camilla. <laughs> now we're going to go to the coffin. And we've already yeah. explained that the weapons live in graves yeah. or churches. Mo- There's some banter about how religions used to care about demons, but now they don't. Th- this episode will do this thing where um, Alec and Isabel are really catty at each other. I mean, I'd be mad at my brother, too, if he was being a jerk to the only other woman I have ever met. <laughs> it still feels like the um, the amount of aggression that goes between them in this episode feels weird, considering how we know what they were an hour ago, which was still kind of playful. Well, you know, Izzy wants a friend. Anyway. Um, so, um, Clary's going to ruminate about how she always wanted to know where her dad's grave was, and now she found out who her dad is, and it is her fault that this war has happened. And Clary, I would argue this is Jocelyn's fault. Clary? Or Valentine's fault. Really, this is Valentine's, no, Valentine's fault. fault. I was going to say that I think Clary might have ADHD because literally she looks at a cemetery and goes, ah, oh, cemeteries. I remember my dad, when he was dead, would be in a cemetery. 
oh, my dad isn't dead now. Now he's Valentine. Let me explain to you how I'm dealing with my issues right now. And Jake's like, what? How, <laughs> we how did your wa- brain go there? We're literally walking past the... Se- <laughs> what? Huh? Izzy deals with Clary in the only reasonable way, which is like, hey... <laughs> to leave? I'm going to go get some intel about how to get into the Hotel de Moore. Bye! Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's going <laughs> to she's gonna go meet with her contact. And then Alec is going to make Jace take three steps away from Clary, as Alec does, and then lecture him about... <laughs> How Clary's a disaster. I thought Alex said he found the location. It was like, hey, I found it over here. I then talked to Jace, but Clary wanders off and actually finds it. So Alec is literally just pulling in Alec. <laughs> well, well, and also, if he said that, why would Clary wander? Oh, no, I actually found where it is. You just lied. <laughs> because she's ADHD. We've established this. I know. This episode is all about people talking about trust. Like... Alec warns Jace, yo, Jace, don't think with your dick. And Jace is like, it is literally our job to protect mundanes. That's what I'm doing here, Alec. Yeah. Also, I love to break rules. I'm a man who lives by his own rules. Alec, you know this yeah. about me. I'm going to make an abracadabra joke now. Well, if there's anything we know about Alec, uh, it's that he, uh... He's a big old dummy. He is a big dummy. <laughs> Most of the characters in this show do not understand interpersonal relationships, except for Izzy. Yeah. So yeah, they, in, in the scene, we are introduced to the idea of a parabatai. Yes. And a parabatai is like a best friend and a warrior buddy. And when you fight, you fight as one. A kindred spirit. Yes. Like it's basically Anne of Green Gables, except hardcore. And and magically sealed. So um, if your parabatai dies... You will feel that. Yeah. And it, it's it's not it's not made it super obvious, but but I think what I gather from it is that because that seems like that's just a negative. Why would you do that? It seems like it makes you stronger when you fight yes, together. Yeah. yeah. It, it allows you essentially to if you two are fighting, to, you can fight as if one person, but you're one person who is two people, which means strong. And you can like draw strength from each other if needed. And um, I think ruins that a parabatai puts on you are stronger. Yeah. So, like, if you were hurt and you needed a healing rune, your parabatai should do it. Yeah. Okay. I might be taking that from the book, but I also might be taking it from later episodes of the show. I was going to say that um, Clary's healing rune is still around, so I'm a, I'm of the idea that they just activate it again. No, they disappear, and then you have to redraw them on. Hers is still here. She I still know. got hers. This TV show makes no sense. <laughs> it only makes no sense if you take it from the book. But I'm not. Same with the TV show, which I think that also makes sense. But, like, think about how dramatic it is that you're like, I have to draw a healing rune after healing rune, and he's not healing. I just want to save my parabatai. I've drawn so many healing runes. That's drama. I think it's so dramatic if you're just swinging your stele over the one being like, why is it not working? <laughs> my magic wand is oh, no. broken. <laughs> it's not working. All right. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so, anyway, Alec goes off to get his bow and arrow, and Jace sexy teaches Clary how to use a serif blade. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, sure. The, this he's try the scene is trying to be sexy. <laughs> yeah, it's trying. It certainly is trying. Um, however, it's kind of wrecked when Clary's like, "Look, I asked Isabel if you've ever dated, but how about you explain your relationship with Alec and Isabel? Explain to me how friends work, Jace." God, this this 
this episode has a lot of retracing old, like, not old plot points, but, like, it's, there's so many, like, oh, I just got to confirm again for you. It's, like, very frustrating that she's like, well, how do you know that Alex is going to come back? Because we're friends, Clary. (laughs) I mean, here's, here's what we do know, Aaron. Clary has one friend, and that's Simon. So Jace has two friends. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, you can't have two friends. You have one friend. You have a mom and one friend and an adopted father. So, Jace, how do you <laughs> know surrogate you can- father. She didn't <laughs> adopt Luke. <laughs> or did she? Luke, I got the paper, son. You're now my son. <laughs> what? What? I mean, father? The paper says son, but I'm but pretty sure I mean father. I meant father. They, they must have just misprinted yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> but you are my son father now. <laughs> I cannot trust you. <laughs> um, so we're going to cut back to the hotel. Yeah. Where Simon's s- freaking out by the fact that he just threw a damn knife. And he also says God a lot. And he says, oh, no, you guys can't say God. Oh, 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 Simon. Yeah, we, we, we kind of get throughout this episode the old, what can vampires do and can they not do? Uh, vampires, can, vampires can say God. Because they don't care about God. Yeah. Um, they They burn in the sunlight. They are okay if you throw a dagger at them. Okay, if you throw a dagger at them. And also... To become a vampire, you have to, like, drink their blood plus a bunch of other... Jay says this eventually. You have to drink their blood plus a bunch of other stuff, apparently. It's like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer type. It's a whole sucking thing. I mean, that's the original, actually, way of becoming vampires. You have to drink vampire blood. I'm making a reference to when Buffy says that it's a whole sucking thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, vampires can also freeze humans? Yeah, no, Camilla freezes... Um, him in time. Um, I'm thinking that what this is, because they show mind powers later, that she's sort of doing, like, the Professor X-type freezing, where she doesn't freeze him in time, she just free- locks his mind in position. She, like, gives him a mini Encanto. No, because that's all, that's charming. That is, like, you like me. Yeah. This this is more of, like, she locks his mind in position, so he see, he does not see time is progressing mm-hmm. so i'm giving like yes the it's how professor x can can like make time freeze as he doesn't actually do it he just taps people anyway so, they they kind of like taunt him. well Raphael is very glad this time he's not talking but mm-hmm. he actually does have a purpose with this freezing which is camilla should we have broken the accords maybe we should be more chill and cause less drama mm-hmm. but uh, i don't want to fight with the clave because they could murder us. Maybe we should just, well, like... And he brings up that if Valentine is actually back, we might want the clave to, like... Be on our side? Protect us, because... We know that Valentine hates the down yeah, world. We know we have an accord with the with the clave. Valentine wants to genocide us, so... So... Eh? Um, but no, Camilla, she wants the Mortal Cup, because it'll allow her to control Demons. the Shadow World. And she's also... Her plan is that she, by doing this, Clary will come, and she seems to think she'll come alone, because it takes Raphael to be like, well, what if she comes with Shadow Hunters? And she's like, if Shadow Hunters come, they'll never step inside. <laughs> and then when they do, she just loses. <laughs> like, like, her vamps are not great. Well, and, and like, the Shadow Hunters... They they don't do anything really big and, and special other than not come through the front door. <laughs> like they like, yeah, Isabel has to like find out the secret entrance. But the fact that 
She's like, no, no, if they come, we'll just stop them. Oh, they came and we didn't stop them? How can that be? Boy, that's weird. I didn't expect that to happen. I thought by my sheer force of will, it would be fine. Um, And then, okay, and then she, like, once again, still taunting with um, Simon. <laughs> so she says, remember chocolate, which I think is implying that, like, you know, remember when you were alive and had chocolate? Hmm. Then she refers to M&M's. She says... Sometimes the candy shell, the candy shell is the tastiest center. Like, wait, when did you last eat chocolates? You've um, been a vampire for like 300, 400 years. Because at some point she says she's been a vampire for 300, 400 years. Lo- or no, Raphael says she's been a vampire for 300, yeah, so 400 years however longer long than him. he's been a vampire for, she's been doing it for 100 years longer than him. And I think he's only been a vampire for like... 50 years. Oh, he has a look. And his look is, I was... I was uh, a, I'm was. i a greaser. Yeah, I'm a greaser from 1950s. Anyway, so, we... So I, so I don't know when she tried M&M's, but... But she looked at them and was like, I wish I could eat the inside of that chocolate. Oh, man, I hope someday I hope I meet a nervous boy who's like you. <laughs> so we can't dwell on Camille, though, because mm. we got to go see Izzy, who goes to the worst set... This is the worst set the Shadowhunters has had so far. She goes to what I could only describe as Bedouin sex tent. But, like, one that cost $100. If that, it is made from sheets from Bed Bath & Beyond. From Bedouin Bath & Beyond. And she meets Meliorn, who is trimming the tiniest orange tree, which is definitely, if you... If the camera panned down is in, like, one of those beige-colored pots that would be in, like, your aunt's house in the 90s. Yeah. I I think they're... I don't know where they're supposed to be. I think maybe they're supposed to be in, like, like maybe, like, the Feywild or somewhere. I don't know what it's called in this, And, like, but... <laughs> we will meet Milliorn a lot. He's a yeah. recurring character, so I'll just spoil that. Yeah. In seasons that have a budget, he looks much better but right now, he is wearing a tunic that was stolen from a high school production of Midsummer Night's Dream. And, he, and he's got he's got a little leaf drawing on his cheek, <laughs> so you know that he's a fairy. And, like, he is... Kind of sharp ears. I think a handsome man, but he's, his styling makes him look like a nerd from grade eight. They, they really, for some reason, cast a lot of Middle Eastern style on him, considering how he's supposed to be, like, a seely. Mm-hmm. And a fairy, but they're like, nah, he's got like all, he's got like a bed with all these pillows and, and like sheets, he, he like, looks like blowing a, around He looks his like bed. a sultan. <laughs> Which, I mean, th- is fine, but I'll tell you, the styling does not stick. Yeah, so they're, we're gonna see them in a couple scenes, and it's always just them being sexy at each other and her asking questions and him asking questions. And, and they're gonna do an them. info trade and yeah. see, they keep making a point being like, Seelys can't lie. But then later, Izzy will very clearly say, yeah, but you cannot answer my questions, or you can, like, trick me with your language, which is a common thing for fairies. Yeah, if, if you uh, read a lot of, like, especially modern-day fairy fiction, uh, or yeah. it really, if you read old fairy fiction and modern-day fairy fiction. Yeah, they can't lie, but they will trick you all the time because they know that you know they can't lie. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're really smart with how they use uh, their words, but what, I guess was she, that's why she always is prodding for a straight answer. Yeah, she seems pretty on the ball with how you deal with Meliorn, Meliorn, which she will deal with multiple times. She also have her own fun, I guess. 
Uh, um, so while this is going on, Jace takes Clary to a biker bar because there's something he needs well, there. Well, they can't go after the vamps until dawn. So they might as well kill some time. Yeah. Um, they're in this bar and there's just people making out. And then Jace says, focus on the couple. I'm like, which one? There's four. They're all couples. They're all couples. But what Jace is doing is he's continuing his sexy lessons. Mm-hmm. before He, he slides her- up behind her and puts his hands o- over her eyes and eases them open. Before he taught her how to use a sword. Now he teaches her how to use her sight. Yes. And by sight, I mean capital S, sight. So this seems to be implying that, like, well, there is the sight. You also have to train the site. Which kind of makes sense, because people are always trying to trick you. Well, it's also potentially that because she has been repressed for so long that he's kind of aware, like, oh, you might have to push it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it turns out, I guess, these vampires are glamoring themselves to look like they're making out when they're actually just biting each other's necks. And then... Which is not a thing I'd realize vampires did. But I guess these ones can. Yeah, man, they're really into biting each other. So, um, Jace sends Clary after our good old character, Brad. A guy will, yes, a guy we will come to know as Brad, uh, a man with a motorcycle. And she needs to get some info from him. Mm-hmm. And he immediately encantos her. Yeah, he does this hand gesture that will learn, like, okay, this, how to describe this hand gesture? This hand gesture looks like someone reaching up and just wiggling a light bulb. So, here's the thing. <laughs> and I think he makes himself look... Handsomer? handsomer he like smooths his hair back but he's still the same guy, guy. and he and it's like it's so subtle like his hair's like kind of falling from his face he encantos so his hair is slicked back i think maybe it's supposed to make someone look like someone who that person is attracted to so maybe it makes him look like jace's jace's hair is slicked back maybe now the show will not be explicit about this but i am reasonably sure that jace has done this to teach Clary that she can't just run into the night all the time. That seems... That she needs their help. <laughs> yeah, like, Clary, it's dangerous out there. And apparently people run... Like, demons screaming in your face won't do it. So here's a weirdo vampire. But can we... I just... Can I also say, this... This vampire... Is too old? <laughs> well, no. I mean, yes. Uh, but also, he's too aggressive right off the bat. Like, Clary's like, hey, I like your motorcycle. And he's like, all right, got to enchant this girl who has already shown interest in me. And every line that he says will make a reference to angel blood. So in case we didn't understand that um, the Shadowhunters are infused with angel blood, we will by the end of this episode. Yeah, he. Well, I think it's because he knows he can't. So he can say whatever the hell he wants at this point. It doesn't matter because she's already like under his magic mm. spell. Um, but he says to her that, "Oh, you have, uh, you the." You smell better without the shadow hunter stuff on you. Oh, yeah, no, you you smell yeah you smell you have like you know you you smell like an angel because he doesn't think she's a shadow hunter. Mm. Um, you know you smell like a shadow like a uh, smell like an angel uh, like one of the shadow hunters without that that grows ruins on you. She has one directly on her neck. <laughs> Maybe it's just a scar of a ruin. We don't understand how these runes work. Well, this. Actually, a good thing, a uh, cool thing for the show. So they introduced the idea of like, and they put a ma- a little like magic sound behind it so it's clear that she's getting controlled. We cut to Simon and Camilla and you see her doing the same hand motion, but without the sound mm-hmm. to imply that she has just done it to Simon. And so she's asking Simon all of these questions 
interspersed with kisses about the mortal cup and mm-hmm. clary has it and he's like nope nah you don't understand she doesn't even remember her past and camilla's like oh god damn it she's like oh make this bane <laughs> only, that's that guy only one warlock i know would be that annoying <laughs> a man called magnus bane he picked the worst name for himself <laughs> someone with the gall to call themselves magnus bane me a vampire named camilla <laughs> <laughs> is so angry at him. So um, she decides then to serve Simon a Bloody Mary original recipe. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, we yeah, get that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to go back to Izzy and Millior, and yeah. they have had some sex, and they're, they're going to banter information. We we do um, kind of get hinted at that Melior apparently is some sort of like fairy diplomat. Yeah, he's been spending time in Idris, which is the Shadowhunter land. Yeah, and the which only I think re- we know. Only, no, we don't. And the only reason at this point I was guess because he says because she asked him what, what's it like working with the Clave essentially, mm. and he says um, that they look at Celes as inferior, even though they use them. Yeah, but he, and but even he is though Celes cl- are also half angel. Yeah, and half devil. Ooh. And he doesn't even trust Izzy. Yeah. Well, he so he has also been sealing, seeing Camille, which is how Izzy knows that he might know a way into. Apparently, they're going to go in through um, Camille's sex entrance, where she, how she sneaks her sex fairy in. That's how they tricked her. <laughs> oh. she, she never would have expected that they would come through the sex entrance. So we do get some information in the scene, which I think is actually important. Um, it is alluded to that none of the different downworlder groups, like the werewolves, the seelies, the vampires, mm-hmm. the warlocks, the groups don't get along. No, they don't tend to like each other. So like the vampires and the seelies are enemies. Though, I mean, to be fair, I think you'd be, you, you could see that, yeah, I don't think many people get along with the, the vampires. vampires. They suck. They're so annoying. Yeah, they're, and their nails are really gross. Yeah. They're very annoying. We haven't seen anything from like werewolves. And we've seen a little bit of warlocks. And what do you have to do mo- know most about them is they call themselves things like Magnus Bane. And when bad things come, they go through those portals. <laughs> My name is Grit Dark Tears. <laughs> I'm a warlock. We know you're a warlock. We, we can see the orange sparks coming from your hands. Also, your name's Grit Dark Tears. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> You're not welcome here. At least the vampires are names like Raphael and Leonardo and Donatello, <laughs> and they just hang out with with a rat. Donatello does machines. Anyway. <laughs> so now we're going to go back to the Institute. We're, we're <laughs> good old Hodge. <laughs> I don't know if he walks in with like a cuff. It's weird. He's the only one who sees Alec doing something with the, with the arrows and is like, oh, and he's like, boy's clearly taking arrows out of this like, place. This seems like an opportunity to manipulate a young adult. <laughs> well, he comes in and he's just like, hey, have you thought that, the you know, Clary being Valentine's daughter is suspicious? And Alec's like, like duh. I, ha- I have thought that. I and have thought just that like, strange. Let me tell you something. Sometimes it's really hard when you're the best friend of the chosen one. Yeah, it's hard being in the shadow of a of a better person, huh? And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> if you don't want to end up like me, you better watch out. I'm like, what? Those aren't paralleled at all. Why are you suggesting that? Are you suggesting that Jace is going to start a rebel group? Why is Jace the chosen one? What is happening? Like, I get, I get that Jace is really good, but but like s- clearly, so is Alec. What is happening? But Alec, the big old dummy, is going to take this to heart. Now, let me tell you something, Kevin. Hodge 
is delusional because he was never <laughs> Valentine's best friend. I think Hodge thinks he was. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's best friend was his wife? Jocelyn? <laughs> Probably. All right, so uh, Clary's continuing to get hit on by Brad. Jace aside, as they're both getting on the motorcycle, Jace is like, all right, time, to, like, time to break made, this up. I've made my point. Now, Brad, who knows what a shadow hunter is, and clearly knows that because he calls Jace a shadow hunter. Is des- then surprised. Well, and decides, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand up to this shadow hunter in front of who I think is a mundane so that I can be take cool a th- to the mundane? Well, no, clearly, like... Oh, break the accords yeah, in front of a shadow hunter. Yeah, like, Brad, what is your out in this situation if you decide to start this fight? And, and, Brad, random vampire number two, thinks that he can stand up to a shadow hunter. And Brad is very, very lucky that all Jace wants to do is steal his motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, so Jace bodies Brad in an instant, and then... <laughs> <laughs> takes his motorcycle. Now, vampire motorcycles run on demon energy, Aaron, but he wanted this one in particular. And do you know why? Because it can fly. A whole new world. <laughs> A new fantastic point of view. Also, we learned in this scene that the theme of this episode is trust. <laughs> yep. So he asked Claire, do you trust me? And then flies a bike into the New York skyline. So, Jace, how could she trust you that that was going to happen? <laughs> how could... Look, if you asked me, hey, yo, what do you think is going to happen in this third episode of Shadowhunters? A show about vampires and uh, the ones who hunt them and demons. Oh, well, I think a man is going to take a, a woman on a magic bike ride into E.T. her up into the sky. <laughs> And this magic bike ride will segue into our climactic sequence of the show. Why did he need that bike? So they can get on the roof. But he doesn't know where the entrance, the secret entrance is. They don't get in through the secret entrance. They go in through the roof. They just go in through the roof. So he he decided by that point, all right, I need to get up onto the roof. But I need to do it in a way that's very cool. Because Alec and Izzy go in through the secret entrance. I don't know where they came. And he with- goes in through a different entrance. They had some conversation off camera over the phone that, that we- Clary was not privy to. Yeah, because they have already agreed without us seeing that, that yeah, Alec and Izzy are going to go into the secret entrance. Well, he and Clary are going to take a magic bike onto the roof and enter Demort from another secret entrance. Now, Kevin, here's the thing. You can't have these conversations in front of Clary, because if you mention, you can go in through the roof. She would just go, she she would climb up the side of that building. I gotta save Simon. He's just my best friend. Best friend. Platonic best friend. Jace, you don't understand how friendship works. Sometimes (laughs) you would do anything for a person, and that's friendship. Sometimes you kiss your best friend on the mouth, and that's fine. (laughs) You and Alec do that, right? Alec agrees, though. Yeah. Alec does agree. Alec is like, that is friendship. You're right. Um, So Camille and Simon at this point have been making out for, I can only gauge, two hours. And there's also some biting involved. There is blood. I think, yeah, I think Simon bites her or she cuts her neck so he can drink her blood. It's conf- it's it's, it's li- needlessly confusing for a sexy scene. Well, it's a little bit confusing because he all they also decide to have have her her makeup smeared all over his lips, so he's smearing some lipstick on her neck. But there is also blood happening. But at a for certain sure. point, it is yeah, it's way too much, and it has to be blood because this is followed up right by 
Jace explaining, number one, Encanto, and number two, how to become a vampire. And while Jace is explaining this, um, we talked about this, but Izzy and Alec arrive in the basement. Yeah. They're going in. They got got a little bit more cattiness at each other. And then Camilla immediately smells them. (laughs) Yeah, and is shocked. She's She's like, what? Shadow Hunter's here. And then she shouts for security. I thought it would just be Clary. And then she calls for security, and we see that Simon is... Oh, so drunk from blood loss. Yeah, he's drunk on something. She does say, I drank too much. And he's like, I drank too much. (laughs) Also, during when they're talking about Encanto, Jace has a fun rant about how vampires are not sexy, but mundanes think they're sexy. Yeah, this feels like, this feels like Cassandra Clare came in. It was like, this line has to be in here. You have to have him say the Twilight is stupid. And then Jace reveals that he's never been in love because... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> he's 18 and doesn't know any girls. It's, it's another trap question somehow where Clary, like, <laughs> brings up this whole thing about how, oh, when you, when you when a vampire bites someone, it feels like you're in love. And she's like, T- that's terrible. It's like, I wouldn't know. And she's like, oh, you've never been bitten by a vampire? Oh, wait, no. You've never been in love. And then she follows that up by telling Jace that he doesn't understand what friendship is. And Clary, you are wrong. Simon is in love with you. Simon is fully. And you, I think, are in love with Simon. And like, and I'm, that's fine. You're allowed to be in love with your best friend. Well, and no, no, that like we're not doing this. It was like, oh, but you know, they're a, they're a man and a woman. They have to be. No, love. they can't be. No, they are very clearly. Like it's been made very obvious the, the, after after she rescues him spoiler she rescues him um they'll like talk to each other from way too close i would never talk to someone who i wasn't in a current relationship with that close to their face and also they keep kissing each other's cheeks oh and it gets which it, you it, you getting, know no no Aaron, it's too close to the mouth yeah no they kiss each other's cheeks on the corner of the mouth it gets closer every single time it is like it's also, so bad. We saw Simon sing "Forever Young" to her. Well, we know Simon's in love with her. That is not a secret. But Clary, come on. Yeah, um, she gets uh, she gets some runes. Uh, he gives her a silence rune. He gives her a rune so that she can't can't be affected by Encanto. Those are the ones I mentioned that are like really burned in for a while. But they do explain to us that though they will be silent, vampires can hear their blood, <laughs> smell their blood, hear it. I think she says smell. He said here too. Camilla says she smells the blood. I think Jace might be wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> they can they can hear your blood. Or Raphael's. No, we can't. That's weird. <laughs> we can smell it. It's all all a factory. I'm listening to you right now, but also I'm ignoring you because I'm not getting involved. He's in just this. leading. He's just leading out the window. Just, hey, idiots! <laughs> we can't hear your blood. Come on. I'm done with this whole thing. <laughs> and meanwhile, up in one of the many identical rooms in this building. Brad is back. And so Clary and Jace see the vampires that Izzy and Alec are fighting, but they go to look for Simon, which they'll Br- find in the most secure room. I, I want to mention that Brad, who is who should be Clary's type immediately, because he cannot gain new information, has not figured out that Clary is definitely a shadow hunter. Like, I know he-, he didn't see any runes, because I guess he only looks at one side of her face. But, but like... A shadow hunter saved her. They rode off on his bike. Now they're here at the vampire headquarters because he immediately tries to encanto her again. And then she kicks <laughs> him in the balls. Yeah. 
Uh, now, unfortunately, he's a vampire, so he does get right back up with that. And then, and then uh, we got to do some stabbing happens. with some sheriff blades. Yep. It's dramatic and fun. Yeah. Um, Alec comes in and shoots an arrow through a concrete wall, which is good. That's why he was very silently standing in the middle of the weapons place, running his well, steely over. Well, yeah, he said he had to charm the arrows. I imagine, like, oh, so they can kill demons because you need specific. Well, I mean, I read about the angelic rune. You yeah. need a rune to kill demons. Not to punch fist-sized holes through a concrete wall. I mean, he's real good. Gotta love Alec. Uh, so yeah, Brad is killed. Um, they have a little bit of like loose talk of her being of Claire being. I killed someone, and they're like, uh. and then Jace is like, uh, he was already dead, and Izzy's like. He was going to kill you. You're a great shadow hunter. Do you want to be best friends, Clary? <laughs> no. Clary, please be friends with me. No, no, you're not moody enough. Um, I wanted to say, Clary, you already killed someone. That's uh, true. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> and she killed a clave member, didn't she? Like, she killed a shadow hunter. What? Didn't she kill a shadow no, hunter? Joc- Jocelyn killed the circle member. She just killed one of the demons. Remember, a demon was thrown on her oh. sword? I thought there were circle members in that scene, but I forgot that Magnus kicked them out. No. Um, so uh, this is Simon trying to escape. Uh, he runs away from Camilla. To, so, suddenly he's not as drunk anymore. What? And I love that Raphael's thing is just to constantly scream at Simon. Simon, you're a hostage. Stop. Be more chill. Be more of a ho- be. You're a bad hostage. I've taken many hostages in my time, and you're the worst hostage we've ever had. Come on, Simon, you need to talk 97% less and sit down 97% more. Swear to God. (laughs) So Raphael, being Raphael, is like, hey, Camille, the shadow hunters are like outside the door and uh, you've been doing bad stuff. So you should maybe leave so they don't catch you. Well, he's he's just a little bit too insistent that he kind of plays like for me, he kind of played his hand Mm. like he was like, she's like, well, fine, I'm done with this guy. I'm going to kill Simon. And he's like, no, no, I'll kill Simon. Let me kill Simon. Look, you don't have time to kill Simon. I know that you can probably kill him really quickly, but no, let me kill Simon. Once you leave, he wraps him in his arms. I will kill Simon. I promise Simon will be killed by me. I think he actually takes the dagger that Simon <laughs> threw into his shoulder, and he's still been carrying it around. He's like, look, I have a dagger. Look, I will, I'll I'll, kill him with this dagger that I put right to his neck, but I'm going to do it once you leave. The Shadowhunters are really close. <laughs> you better go. And then she goes. She and goes. Then the Shadowhunters do walk in the door immediately. Yeah. And, uh... Raphael hostages Simon a little bit more. And, and then like, he just, like, shouts at the Shadowhunter. He's like, hey. Go with me. Go in that stairwell. <laughs> he's very clearly just going to, like, lead them to the exit. But he does it so aggressively. Like, hey, come with me. You come with me. You you do what I tell you to do. Oh, you, you come with me. I swear to God, you come with me. And even when they get to the stairwell, he's like, open the door. And, open the door. And I have to imagine that at this point, like, Jay, probably Jace, Alec, and Izzy all get it. Clary but Clary's like, no, no Simon! <laughs> Jace is just like, I know, open the door. Because there's no <laughs> way that these three would just keep doing this. Like, Alec, I'm sure, could bounce an arrow off a wall. And, <laughs> and right, like, right into Raphael's head. Yeah, so they're just like, oh, no, I get the situation. But, okay, so they all they all do it. And then when they get to the end, Raphael, yeah, just shoves Simon out. And he's like, don't any of you ever dare be near me. You guys suck. And for the first time ever, Simon gets the information immediately because he ter- immediately turns back and goes, thank you. How can I ever repay <laughs> you? And Raphael's like, I Leave. hate but- Valentine. <laughs> you can repay me by leaving. <laughs> I, I, this is- Look, 
I, I think of all the people in this entire show, I've made my point incredibly clear. I don't want any of you to ever be around me again. Look, I think Valentine's going to kill vampires. So I don't want to be involved in anything, even close to Shadowhunters. Yeah, he does that weird thing where he's like hiding behind a pipe because, you know, there's obviously sunlight side. And he's like, hey, Jason, hey, Jace, remember who your friends are now, right? And Jason's like, you? Okay, sure. I mean, Bye. if you kill, if if you kidnap more mundanes, we're going to have words, but. Bye. Bye. So they go outside, and Simon's like, we gotta run right now! Okay, this is the second time in this series they've decided that they need to re-explain things that the audience knows, and Simon should know, to Simon. That vampires can't follow them outside, so they can take a minute to regroup, because it is daytime and sunlight is everywhere. Which has been reiterated so many times, and Simon knows they're vampires. This is like the police thing, where he's like, oh, the police come in, like... I don't know why they're doing this. Do they think the audience hasn't grasped the point yet? Or do they feel like if they don't show them explaining things to Simon, he can't put two and two together? Yeah, they could have just cut that line, and I've been fine with it, because that goes right to Clary and Simon close talking to each other and kissing each other on the lips. And then Clary does this lip kiss and then goes you're my best friend you have to be my best friend forever i could only see you as a best friend <laughs> i was like oh come on well and then izzy goes she's bad taste uh, oh she doesn't get it she's he's nerd hot and hot hot <laughs> um i we do get one quick aside from alex or alec just uh lecturing jace <laughs> not even lecture him he just like he like <laughs> Pulls Jace aside. And Three says, steps to the side. Hey, you may think you know Clary, but maybe you don't. And that's it. That is... Well, I mean, he, he does show to us that Hodge's dumb gamble worked. He's like, I'm a hero. I'm older than you. You're in my shadow. <laughs> I'm not in... Jace is like, what are you talking about? We're friends. Am I a chosen one? Are we in, each, uh, we in shadow? No, our shadow side by side. Hold my hand. He's like, oh, stop. We're shadow hunters. Hold my hand. We chase down the shadows, Alec, together. Alec, hold my hand. Alec, we're friends. Hold, Best friends. Alec, why would you hold my hand? <laughs> Best friends. And then this, the way this episode ends, Jace stares at Clary. Clary stares at Jace. And Simon stares directly at Clary's neck. He looks right at her JVP and he's like, look at all that blood go. Okay, well, the problem they have is that he's that at least they put in like kind of the sound of blood flowing through her because neck. Because her JVP is underneath that ruin that Jace gave so her. It's, so it almost looks like he's like, my God, she has a ruin on her, and he is a... <laughs> <laughs> but I, what, you know, they're implying that, like, oh, he was vamped by Camilla. Like, Here, Kevin, here's the thing. Being Simon is complicated. <laughs> he hates Jace. He hates that ruin. But also he wants her sweet, sweet blood. He has so many motivations. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that moment, but it's mostly just three people staring at each other. And God, do I want that camera to cut out to just see, like, it's it's Alec and Izzy just sort of looking at Jace, being like, are we going to go with Jace staring at Clary, Clary staring at Jace, and Simon staring at Clary. And then Izzy texts. And Raphael just opens up the window, just like, leave! I told you to leave me alone! I said, Go! What is wrong with those sound the roof? I let the hostage go, guys! <laughs> then she's like, I don't know how we're going to get down. I only have one bike. <laughs> I guess I'll take you down one at a time. Simon, wrap your arms around me. Let's go. 
Sam's like, your JVP smells so good. Aaron just caught the jugular. <laughs> we Med get school. it. Kevin, I have a fun fact. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. My fun fact for this episode is the fact that Mary Milligan, yeah, that's her last name, um, her coffin is full of weapons. Yes. But on her, I mean, it's like a crypt, a small crypt. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, they are definitely filming in a graveyard, um, but they had to sit this crypt out in the middle of the, the row. So it's not quite in line with everything else. So this crypt um, notes her as beloved servant. Oh, yes. And it's kind of a thing where Clary's like, why would you want that? And then it talks about a cause you're serving. Yeah. But in the world of the shadow hunters, in the time when upper class people had servants, yes. you know, in Victorian Edwardian times, mm-hmm. the servants of shadow hunter families who lived in the mortal world were actually mundanes with the sight. Oh, and you the know, mundanes can have the site. Yeah, and so they would pay them, like, better than normal servants. <laughs> I, oh, nice, I guess. Because, you know, demons and such. Yeah, hazard pay, I guess. But I guess no shadow hunter would ever, like, you know, lower themselves to be a servant. you got to get mundanes. I mean, it was still... It, look, it was still the Edwardian Victorian times. There was still class struggles, like... So what I am, and like even lower class um, or, you know, poor um, shadow hunters were still like, you know, the disgraced upper class. Yeah, well, I bet in like the ideas in the shadow hunter world, they were still seen like, oh, they're the upper class, but we have to keep. Because we're better than. Yeah, we have to to keep up um, images for the mundane world. So even though if we are upper class, and I'm sure eventually they'll grow to upper class, like yeah. the, the, all of the shadow hunters will find some way to get them landed nobility or some nonsense like that. So I am assuming that Mary Milligan is a servant of yeah. a uh, shadow hunter family who passed away. And like her one great hope was that even as she died, she'd be able to help the shadow hunters. I mean, maybe that was her hope. Maybe they're just like, cool. Now your grave is full of weapons and you get to be... Under the weapons. Un- maybe under the weapons? We well, So Shadowhunters burn their dead. That's what I mean. Like, probably just she was cremated and they're yeah, just like, and, and your crypt is this yeah. though. Yeah. So uh, that's my fun fact for the week. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> still, still classism in the Shadowhunter world. Aaron. Yes, Kevin. This episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic tread upon their friend, their best friend, and told that friend that they were their best friend, but that they, friend was their love? Then kissed them on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Kevin, I gotta pick. I gotta pick the moment where Simon is frozen by Camille's magic powers, because let me tell you, they did not use a filmmaking trick. The guy who plays Simon is just standing as still as he possibly can. And they they didn't hold, and they they held the, they just didn't shoot for too long. And, like, you can see him, like, kind of wiggling from side to side, and you can see him, like, trying really hard to, it's like it's a play. I I guess, I guess if the idea is that he's frozen from the brain, he still might wiggle, I suppose? It just. I was more, I was more thinking, that is a very strong power to just give to some, maybe it only works on weak-minded, and we all know Jason. Simon. Simon. 
And Camille is the head of the vampire, so could Raphael do this? We don't know. Well, it might be a. It also might be a twist on the like a just like a severe form of Encanto. Like the idea being that if she does a really hard Encanto, mm-hmm. it'll just absolutely just shut them down. And maybe it can only last for so long. I was more thinking that it won't work on Shadowhunters because they have a rune that prevents Encanto from working mm-hmm. on them. Because it seems like that would have been really good when you're being invaded by Shadowhunters who you were sure you could defend off. But again, this is very dramatic. <laughs> Not super logical when you dig down on it. Yeah, I guess so. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? I mean, it's got to be when Jace pool cued. Um, <laughs> it's Clary who teaches her how to swing a sword because he wasn't teaching her how to. That's, that's not no, good. He was, se- he, he was seducing her. Yeah, that's not a good. And this comes right after Alec was like, "Hey, you know, if, if you want to sleep with someone, you can probably find a better way than helping her find uh, her mom and her dad and, is an assault of hotel of vampires it's not about that anyway let me slide up behind you and help you swing a sword and like the advice that he gives her is basically like (laughs) you should believe you can swing a sword well well, knowing that like when he sees you swing the sword like it's just like all right yeah you swipe here and then you swipe here and then you swipe here and then he steps back and she's like wow and like, it feels like, like, how could I do this when you're not there? He's like, I am not there. And like, <laughs> the, hell? the lesson that he teaches her about the world being dangerous is a much more important lesson. Yeah. Like, and not they, just they, running into the night half caught. They sort of have this thing where she stabs, like there's kind of like a pulse that goes off the Seraph blade. And I have to imagine the Seraph blade, it's very sharp. We actually see Izzy cut a pipe with it. Yeah, which was actually really cool. The two slices and the pipe comes down. Um, So it's obviously a very sharp blade, but I feel like... <laughs> Him staying behind her for two seconds being like, you know, feel the blade doesn't help her become a sword fighter at all. Hodge will probably help with that a little bit more. He doesn't even teach her the thing that you learn in like stage fighting class where it's like, all right, here are the numbered hits. One, two, three, up to eight. And then you learn the parries for one, two, three, up to eight. And the problem is that when he does it from behind her where he has to do like the pool cue, like slide it behind, hold hands, means that she's completely rigid just swinging her arm like it was a ribbon and having no bo- no body movement, nothing that actually comes in fighting, no awareness of yourself. Just make an X with the sword, completely still. One, so, two. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So it was it was so sexy, but <laughs> not good. So if you thought this episode was sexy but illogical, please give us. You know, your thoughts on social media. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And also, we're here in the Shadowverse, so join us here with your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. Yep. Uh, you can also check out my books. They're all available at kevinweirbooks.com, Endless Hunger, All Gods Fall, I'm putting out more stuff soon. And I'm over at a flimsyplan.com. And we'll see you next week. Is Simon now a vampire? Will we see more downworlder groups coming for the Mortal Cup? Hey! Hey, get out of here! I said leave! For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. Teen Drama Fancast! <laughs>